Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the Minute Impossible franchise one minute at a time. I'm Chris. I'm Jonathan. I'm Tabitha. And I'm Julia. Welcome back for Minute 107. We're back with Tabitha and Julia from two different podcasts. I always do this. I always introduce people as if they're from the same podcast. They're not. <laughs> Tabitha is from one place and Julia's from another. <laughs> so there you go. Welcome back, everybody. Somehow we made it here. Yeah, somehow we all just found ourselves in this one room yeah. of Zoom out on the internet. We stumbled it's- through the, the fog, the smoke. Yeah. yeah, people don't understand that this is basically just crowdsourced. We just, we just, Chris and I just get on and see who joins us. Yep. <laughs> That's how we got Robert Town on. Yeah, every person we've got is they're random, just random strangers that have decided to join us. This is minute 107. Minute 107 begins with a Burgundy Buick driving through some smoke and ends with Ethan riding a motorcycle like a cowboy in a Western. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Let's talk about this scene. We've all seen it before. Truck drives through smoke. Smoke impairs driver's ability to see. Driver drives out of smoke. 18-wheeler runs into driver. I love the the, 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 the double take that they do. Like, <gasps> I know, it's so great. And they're sitting there for like a good 10, 15 seconds. They could have driven away instead of stopping. Well, that's Tom Cruise's cousin. Exactly. You don't he get had to get to his close-up in. He gets a very quick close-up with his frosted tips. Oh, God. And just like, huh? Huh? And then that truck hits him square in the face. Yeah. But it's not just him. It's all of the people in that car, like, turn instantaneously. Like, <gasps> It's like a, you know. Didn't like, they see the truck earlier? I know they could. Couldn't they see it coming from there? Hear it at least. You know those things aren't quiet. <laughs> well, and, and if you can't see where you're driving, you stop. Just put on the brakes and stop. Why on earth would you keep driving forward? You haven't seen Days of Thunder yet. I see. No, I <laughs> no. Days of Thunder, when there's smoke, you just drive right, right through, through it, it. regardless of if there's that, another car there, and hope and the car hope. gets out of the way. Hmm. It doesn't work out well for Tom Cruise in that movie. No, <laughs> and uh, Yondu. Poor but that's Yondu. a that's a that's a whole other thing. That's a Patreon. Hey, yeah, we can we can mention that now. We're going to be doing a Patreon of Days of Thunder. So yep. sign up. Uh, I should probably watch that movie then. <laughs> it's good. You'll like it. You'll you'll it, Robert Town wrote it, which is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom Cruise is in it. it. Tony Scott directed it, and uh, Nicole Kidman's in it. Oh, and, and Buckheimer and Simpson produced it. So yes. there, there's your kicker right there. <laughs> and and you got and you got Bobby D. And John C. Uh, Riley. John C. Riley. Um, and uh Wesley, Curry Ells. Wesley from Princess Bride. Yes, there's a oh. Princess Bride connection. So it's it's a good movie. And Crazy Randy Quaid. And Ra- Crazy Randy Quaid. <laughs> when started, he was sane. Yeah, I started watching it the other night. I was got through maybe twenty minutes. I'm like, nope, gotta stop. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I would watch the whole thing right now. Well, yeah, we say goodbye to Tom Cruise's cousin, and then next scene is what is obviously an empty car with no one in it. No. It's hit by a. This is where I was talking about yesterday. There are some action scenes, and this is the second one. I think there's almost one every minute. Yeah, there is an action set set piece in each minute that just seems like they went to a depot of stunts. They went to Stunt Depot and said, "Hey, <laughs> what stunts do you guys have? Like a magic shop?" And they didn't have like the money to buy the really nice magic tricks, the really nice stunt tricks. So they bought a bunch of hacky ones. So like, do you have the 18 wheel that hits a truck? Got that right over here. And we'll talk about the other ones in the later minutes because there are, so, there are two other ones that I at least, I'm like, 
these are supposed to be more cool than the, what happens. I'm wondering if, if they, they told we would go out and make some action scenes, shoot him, shoot around where Cruz would be. So that way we can just do his inserts when he gets back into town. You know, that's what it seems like. Yeah, because a lot of it seems like second unit stuff. Mm-hmm. Because with all the Tom Cruise stuff, there's no one around him. No. Really. No. Like no other actors, it seems like. No, and I mean, this is some cool stuff, but it's not like as crazy as Wu stuff normally is. You know, I think in your I think in your mind when you first saw this, Tabitha is a good example of this, and and Julia actually, because you both have seen this recently. Julia, you, I can't remember. Did you say you had seen this in the theater? Or you saw this for the first time for us. First time for you. Awesome. Thank you. One. Thank you. Two. Sorry. Three. You guys have both <laughs> seen it recently to, to and also understand action movies. So when you watch it now, was the first time you saw it, you kind of went, "These are okay." I mean, it's like, it's, you know, it's coming and it's not like, it's not like when you see John Wick and you're like, oh man, did he just do that? Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Wow. You know, Fallout, you're like, wow, Fallout, look at all this. you know, like Fallout and stuff or Ghost Protocol, you know? Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's on the side of that building. That's crazy. So is, is this, are these stunts lacking? Yeah, let's see. 20 years plus, I would think that they are, you know? <laughs> That's us, but that's us being jaded because yeah. we've seen other movies since and we've watched these yeah. in the movie theaters. You guys just saw it. Does it hold up? I think it holds up enough, but there's ugh, it's still just so ridiculous. The first time I saw it, we we laughed really like it was the whole movie was <laughs> oh, a comedy. Yeah, I mean the whole. Oh, way I didn't say the- I didn't say was it not comical. I said does it hold up as <laughs> I mean, action? There were parts, and some of them we'll get to later this week that we actually rewound it the first time we watched it through. Like, whoa, did that just happen? <laughs> you know, and stuff. But there's still stuff that's cool. Like in this minute when um, Ethan does the whole spin around um, while he's shooting. That's still mm-hmm. cool. Oh, yeah. That's you so know? cool. I agree. That's that. a fun shot. And that's why yeah. I say there's there's like an, there's almost like an A and a C Unit, yeah. stunt storyline going on. Yeah. Because and the, and the A storyline could... is this motorcycle uh, ballet. Yeah. That, it's I beautiful. Mean, they could do that in a movie now and it would still be cool. You know, for him to spin around and shoot someone. And he gets some pretty direct shots when he does that, too. So, I don't know. Some of it does and some of it doesn't. But it all just makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like it feels like padding to me. But I do agree that the stuff with him is excellent. Yeah. I think it's just like the over the top just came to my mind when I watched the trailer for the new Hobbs and Shaw movie. That makes me laugh at the end every time when you're thinking about just like the ridiculousness of, you know, they're like holding on to a helicopter and just everything they do. And I just laugh, but I'm so excited to see it. And even though it makes me laugh and that's the way this kind of was. In that way too, a bit. It's really bad that I'm comparing this movie to Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah, we're, ho- we're hoping Hobbs and Shaw. See, it has to be so ridiculous that it goes into incredible. There's yeah. a there's a slope that it goes over, and when it comes back through, it's like, oh, look at how amazing this was because I never thought they could do this. Right. The the biggest very thing. Very high hopes for that movie. Yeah, I know. I do have high hopes. The biggest thing I noticed <laughs> when you watch it minute by minute, uh, second three. And the end of his brother, his, uh, Tom Cruise's cousin, you can see the fan on the right side that's blowing the smoke into the car. <laughs> see that big black thing at second three? That's, looks like a fan. It's a fan. <laughs> mm. 
and it's ah. blowing it's blowing the smoke it, because yeah. this scene was supposed to be i i assume this was originally done for a small like they were thinking it was going to be a different aspect ratio or maybe they were going to cut it in a different way but this chris is goes to your plot of they brought in another editor and they had to build something and yeah. they had this shot and they're like it's got the fan in it i don't know keep it in there for a second yeah. no one will ever look at this second by second well you know Stuart Baird, like i said Stuart Baird came in to direct this or to re-edit it and they gave him that last star trek movie star trek nemesis as a thank mm-hmm. you yeah <laughs> so well <laughs> That's a, that's a bitter pill too. Exactly. Something else you guys don't understand: the Star Trek Nemesis was a terrible movie exactly. and shouldn't have been made, and yeah. no one likes it. But that was his reward for making this movie. Yeah, for making sure. Or editing, excuse editing, me, this, editing, editing this, this movie. movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you I mean, you I might mean, like it, Julia. It's got uh, it's got, it's got uh, Mad Tom Max Hardy. in it. It's got yeah. Tom Hardy. yeah, exactly. Uh, early it's early on, days. It's Tom on Hardy, our list too. for hiatus material. Oh yeah, Patreon material. He's great in it. Oh yeah, he is. Because he, he does terrible. a really good, really good Patrick Stewart. But other than that, you know, yeah, he's great, and he's like young and like real thin and like it's. it's he's not attractive. But he's like Patrick Stewart attractive, I guess. Yeah, he it's did it very well. weird to see him young and thin. Yeah, he's not like all bulky and stocky boy like he is now. It's yeah, very, it's not very all scruffy. odd. You wouldn't even know it was. I didn't know that that was Tom Hardy later in my life until like later. Someone said, "You know, that's Tom Hardy." I'm like. Thick boy? No, that's <laughs> not even doing a funny, like a funny voice or anything like that. He's doing a uh, the John lips Picard. give it away. Yeah. So, what what I think is interesting though about this finale, having looked at it minute by minute over the last couple of weeks, uh, is I think it plays better when you watch it as a whole than as you watch it minute by minute. Minute by minute, it starts to lose its momentum. It starts to lose its excitingness. It, it loses a lot because you're you're really seeing everything. And, and the way it's cut here, you know, as each minute goes by, it's really literally just like one sequence, one sequence, one sequence. And it just it falls apart to me that way. As I think we I think what you're saying, falling apart is the right term, because yeah. I think we're seeing the seams of a barely put together action. Scene. Yeah. I, I, this I, action sequence was put together by the seat of their pants. Yeah. Literally. The children all walk on the on the balls of their because feet. Because I watched it their feet. the other night, the whole sequence. So I could watch because I forgot, you know, I'm like, oh, we got to watch the minutes. So I watched the whole sequence through with these minutes involved. And it was like, oh, this is really well paced. And I watched it again today, just those five minutes. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the, I think this five minutes and the five minutes from last week. I No offense to the people that have been on the show and the people that are on the show right now. But I don't think they're necessary for the movie. No, I, I except agree. for the I like the two motorcycles when they come together. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That should think, be in there, and that should be in a shorter scene. But I think the past two weeks have are filler. In some way, I don't know why they're, whether what they're trying to hit. I don't know. It doesn't forward the plot, so I don't really know where I, they're. I think that there, there, should, there was a way to get rid of the other two cars. Uh, the Ethan could have gotten rid of the other two cars by himself at the same moment, having them crash into each other or something, and we would we would we would have gotten rid of all this excess space, and gone straight to getting getting to him and Ambrose together. Yeah, it needed it to be. Together. It needed to be those two guys on motorcycles and no one else. Yeah, exactly. Which we I think get that it, would it, have been very successful. Just have the two of them, and extend extend that ballet, Jonathan, as you called it earlier, a little bit longer. Give us some more of that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because uh, uh, Dugre and Tom learned. I mean, are they riding? Are riding motorcycles for small parts of this movie? And I think I, I assume time did not allow them to either get comfortable enough to do certain things and they just couldn't come up with the stunts 
And, and we get enough. we get some of Dugray's best acting on the motorcycle, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of grim. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> angry, you know. A lot of shooting. Yeah. Well, he doesn't get to overact because the motorcycle is actually louder than him. So exactly. He doesn't. He's not allowed to overact like he normally wants to. The red crotch rocket. The red crotch rocket. This is where he gets rid of the last of the Ambrose. Is the shot that they were ta- you guys were talking about, um, uh, Tabitha? This is the shot where. He spins around after he's been bumped. He gets bumped in the back by the, by this, uh, Nissan, uh, by his Nissan Pathfinder. And instead of speeding up, he uses the speed of getting hit in the back to turn his own, like he lets the momentum of it spin, uh, he puts on his front brakes again and he actually skids, skids around and it's, it's a really cool move. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. And it feels, that one feels natural. It yeah. feels like he did it. I know again, he's on a, some sort of, we've talked about that. Uh, actually, this was a, some of the minutes that you had, uh, Julia, with Rick, when their car was on a, on yeah, a, on like a, a, on a pad. I'm sure, I bet you this bike is on that same platform. Spinning around. Yeah. It's a platform yeah. that can be spun and driven and moved at the same time. Like it's a, low platform so you don't can't see it in the shot but you know allows you to basically put a motorcycle on it and allow it to spin but but you know what's interesting is that like like we were talking about earlier or it was maybe yesterday um how the motorcycle chase in this compared to like the motorcycle chase in rogue nation let alone the one in fallout you know where you see it's it's cruise on that bike the whole time you know and you mm-hmm. know it's him but the only thing they do in that is speed it up a little yeah. Because of course you can't ride a motorcycle through traffic as fast as he no, was. No, or the cars were all digital, one of the one or the other, you know? Yeah. This scene with the motorcycle and the turning and using the brakes to his advantage reminds me of uh Black Panther in Civil War did mm-hmm. a very similar move. Oh, when he's when he's chasing after the uh the winter soldier on the motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's when it is. Yeah, and of course they dress it up much fancier than John Woo has here. They do slow motion, and he like half jumps off the bike, and it's it's beautiful. And I feel like this must be an inspiration for that scene with Black Panther. I bet you the John Woo films definitely played a part in that inspiration. Yeah, maybe not this one specifically, but. <laughs> And also, you're bringing up something, Julia. There's just no way you can't jump off a motorcycle while it's going forward. Everyone knows that. There's no way you could prove to me by the end of this week that a man, that two men can jump off a motorcycle that's going forward, also going forward. I don't believe you. We'll see. Yeah, well, right now. Wait and see. Well, all right. So Julia's saying you can. I'm saying you can't. We'll see. We'll see. He's wrong on by Friday. Okay. Right now, (laughs) you can uh, jump to the side at least and put your heelys to use. Um, and glide, glide along on the ground and not, not fall flat on your face. This is an interesting move. First of all, before we get to that, I'd like to bring up one thing. How did Dougray Scott get in front of him coming the other way? That's where I am. Before I get to why he's, he flips to, uh, Tom Cruise jumps off the motorcycle and holds onto the handlebars and puts his feet on the ground and skids by him. On the other side of the bike, using the bike as cover mm-hmm. as Dugray drives toward him and is shooting at him. How did Ambrose get in front of him? Ambrose went a different direction. He didn't go, he didn't follow everybody. He didn't follow Ethan. He went around. 
Try to when did he go? When did he go off on that different direction? Did I miss it last week? It was when they were leaving the island. I remember when they left the island. I thought he was slowly following behind the Ambrose. No, he went in a different direction. I think. Okay. There the. Hmm? Unless they're all just going in a circle. Yeah, which could very well be the case. Which is why we huh. saw all of those black marks yesterday on the road because they're just doing the same thing round and round in a circle. I think they are oh, going in a circle, so like shooting wise. I think they shot this in basically a cul-de-sac and a like another area because they've go- they've gone around so many curves, but they've only gone left. Every curve they've made so far in this tr- in this entire shot is left turns. So at a certain point, they have to come back around where they were. <laughs> That's all I keep noticing. I'm just like, make a right turn, make a right turn. Nope, nope, left turn, left turn, left turn. Yeah, it's true. Again, that's uh, that's not on. That's not anybody but the, uh, the 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 editor of the day. They could have flipped some of these shots going the other yeah, way, really but I guess they. Have. I mean, it, it's, everybody's always going right side of the screen to the left side of the screen. Mm-hmm. And he does the cool move. Could you guys? Do you guys like this move? It's a pretty good move. Yeah, I think it's cool. It's fun. It's fun. It is fun. Oh no, I'm the only one that doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fun in the ridiculous way. It's definitely uh, okay. It's fun. That's fine. Yeah, I will. I will give it that. That it's, it's fine. entertaining. It's fine. it's fine. It's just it crosses that line for me of mm. unbelievability. Yeah, unless he's wearing heelys. Reminds me a lot of uh, the desert chase in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where Indy's in front of the the truck and he's got his feet dragging on the. In front of the wheel as he's trying to catch, get himself back up on top of the truck. That's what it reminds me of. So I always thought it was fun. Yeah. I feel like, uh, is this almost a, a movie trope where someone is, uh, like using their feet on a fast moving surface? I feel like this is places. It's in movies. You, you see it from time to time. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I saw someone do this trick, but. I think that, yes, there's always someone doing something. Like, they do it on water, obviously, a lot, yeah. which is also yes. super hard to do. Because yeah. they did it on water in Face Off. And in uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Yep, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Just... I don't... But yeah, it's... Hmm? Could you even do that without having some kind of wheels on your feet? I mean... <laughs> I mean, because yeah, there is a behind-the-scenes... Uh, thing and they show somebody actually doing it so really so yeah. they don't i mean the the stunt person doing it they don't have any kind of wheels on their feet no, like they're doing they're that just, on they're their literally boots. doing it yeah is wow. he doing it with a harness though on his yeah body? that's what i was gonna ask is he harnessed to the to chassis the of the motorcycle no the, when i saw it the stuntman who's doing it is just doing it in the behind the scenes yeah really yeah i, I mean it wasn't Cruz doing it but it was a stuntman huh. doing it they were really doing it Wow. I mean, I have to go back and look at the at the, the behind the scenes thing, but I remember it very specifically. Wow, that's somebody actually doing that! Wow, the minute my feet touch the ground, I would slam to the cement and die. That's crazy. Yeah, that sounds about right. And he's not wearing. It doesn't look like he's wearing knee pads. No, I'm looking at second fifty three, like blown up, and he looks like he's just wearing slacks. So that's. I mean, also they're doing the stuntman skulk where he's his face is covered by the handlebars. Yeah. That that wig is like Teen Wolf bad. It is. <laughs> He's basically wearing a Teen Wolf wig. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, his feet are on the ground. But I mean, they're also probably 
reinforced, super slippery. Yeah, there's like special shoes, I'm sure. Yeah, you'd ru- you'd burn the rubber out of them. Yeah, or or trip. I think that's the problem. They don't want anybody to like get like hit a pebble. Yeah, it wouldn't take much. No, it really wouldn't. Also, I don't know how fast he's really going. Doesn't matter. He's going it's fast enough to get that that the the jacket blowing though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Has to go fast enough to keep the he's bike. He's barely up, right? controlling it though. If you watch the yeah. shots, oh, that yeah. are just he's, of he's, the he's motorcycle, working hard to keep it. And even it's, in that back shot when he's getting shot with the, they're sparking off that that bike. You know, it's it's still pretty impressive. Well, because it's skiing. It's yeah. He's mo- he's road skiing, and th- and then whoever the stuntman is actually jumps back up. Onto the yes. bike, which is even more impressive. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah, I think that's the most impressive part to me is him getting back on the bike. <laughs> I'd be better if he just like slowed down, like got off, and like started running really fast. But, it, but it, you know, like, <laughs> like like I was saying in the old west days, you know, they had they had somebody who would do that with a horse. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- this is just them doing taking it to the next level. And and just like the like I was saying, the desert chase and the Raiders is the copy of the stagecoach chase, where the, sure. the guy's in the middle of the the stagecoach trying to get back on it, you know. So, well, they treat the motorcycles a lot like horses in the the upcoming minutes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Other than the spinning around. Yeah, other than spinning. Well, well no, you can do that with the horse too. You could do that with the horse too if your horse is prancing around in a circle and stuff. You could. Yeah, it could prance. It can't like at full speed turn. Oh, you just never know what they're capable of. <laughs> they're such majestic animals. I'm going to have know. to find some. Stunt horses, I'm sure man. they can do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's where this minute ends with them uh, getting, she's getting shot at by uh, by Ambrose and he jumps back on the bike. And now he's in front of him. He's gone past Ambrose. Now he's in front and Ambrose has to turn around. Right. Now Ambrose has to turn around and come back after him. And that's yeah. where the minute ends. All right, guys. Everyone get off their motorcycle. Guys, it's going to be a lot of motorcycle tricks this week. Uh, I'm sorry. You're going to have to jump off the motorcycles that we're all on. We're all on a giant four-man tandem motorcycle. It's huge. <laughs> it's really long. But we And we're, we're going boy, girl, boy, girl. And we all have to jump off on either side. And skid all the way into Tech of the App. So, okay. Here. All right, on okay. three. You ready? One, okay. two, three. <laughs> Watch the pebble. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I fell. Oh, you okay? Yeah, I'm just brushing myself off. Okay. <laughs> Just got a little, got a little something on you. Got road burn on my legs. Well, guys, Suck we got to turn around. Uh, the three of us will come back around for you, Tabitha. We'll be, we'll be coming back around. We got, <laughs> we're gonna make a, a cool spin move, and we'll be right back. It's harder on these long, really long bikes. It's really hard to make a spin. Stumble hope forward. No cars coming towards us. But we'll be right back. But uh, while while uh, Tabitha's putting some ointment on her uh, her road rash. Uh, Chris, what's your tech of the app? Uh, I'm gonna go with that with the the stunt man who's doing that that leap back onto the motorcycle because yeah, he wins. Yeah, he wins this week, man. Let's that's see. technique and tech. That's everything. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. uh, I'm with you on that. I I enjoy anybody that does a stunt so that I think is it fake, and then you tell me it's not fake. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's and, really and to good do it stunt. so effortlessly mm-hmm. too is the impressive part. Well, it may not be effortless when he got done. He may be exhausted. Oh, but, yeah. No, but to make it look effortless. effortless. Yeah, like he's just like, oh, I'm just going to hold on to the side of the bike and then jump back on, pop back on. 
no probs. Yeah, no big deal. No, it's pretty. It's it's a really nice one. Tabitha, what about you? Now that you've uh, healed, what do you what do you think? I like Ethan's heelys that allow him to ride on the ground next to the bike. Are you talking about his actual shoes? <laughs> I think he has wheels in his shoes, like those. Oh, you think he's actually wearing wheels in his shoes? I think he actually wears heelys, like those shoes that have the wheels in them that kids like skate through the school or whatever. And I think they, he has they, those. They, they sell them in his size all the so time, not just for this scene. Right, all the time. <laughs> well, he had to get lift heelys. So they're like yeah. lift heelys and that allows him to glide along the ground so I understand I totally understand. He you know what? He's kind of method sometimes and he still thinks he's a vampire and he has the heelys and he could just kind of roll by you without right. walking and it looks super <laughs> creepy. Yeah, You're I like, know. Oh, That's like, he had like barefooted ones and risky business, you know, and he's like uh, Tom just likes to wear these all the time. So, like when he's sliding across. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing those Hobbit feet like uh, Chris Evans wore in Captain. Again, we're talking about Captain America. In Captain America, he at the beginning of the movie when he becomes Captain America is running down the street. I watched a ba- uh, behind the scenes. He's wearing flesh colored Hobbit feet. Feet, yeah. feet like they go over his feet so he can run. Oh, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, I did not know that. That's good. They're shoes that go exactly over his feet. They were like, yeah. they had soles. He's like, showed him. He goes, they're cool. They like have soles, but the soles are also human skin color. They're gross. They're disgusting looking, but <laughs> they were like, cause so he could like, Hair he's like, I have to like toes. run and like, he's like, I have to turn corners and stuff in shoes at full speed. And he's like, I can't do that barefoot. So, all right. Cool. What about you? What about you, Julia? <laughs> I'm going to go with Ambrose and his use of Google Maps. To mm-hmm. cut around in front of the rest of the group. It's good. It <laughs> it it doesn't make any sense. The the it's I it's not better knowing that he's in front of him. Like I could have been fine with him just going past his own men and then getting in some position to start shooting at him. But obviously they only had again from their stunt shop. We only have the shot of him has to be he has to be in front of him. <laughs> going by him so he sits on the side and i'm sure that was a john woo stunt they're like i don't know we're just we're just got to figure out how to make him seem like he's f- coming from another direction well the three of you are from the midwest right i'm from uh tennessee so I'm Texas. michigan well, in in new england so no there <laughs> there are no straight roads is what he did is entirely possible hmm to just take a different road and end up in front of somebody. That's true. But you have to know your way around. My roads are all straight or diagonal. Yeah. yeah. Our, we have no straight roads at all. Because our, our city whatsoever. burned down. So <laughs> when we rebuilt, everyone's like, oh, uh, no, I'm sorry cool. to hear that. And so it wasn't recent. It was in the papers. It happened a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> so it's called the Great Chicago Fire. Read up on it. It's on a. Oh, I yeah. think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Did they Cal make a movie started, about so. it that we could review one minute at a time? Oh, I Is that when Michael Bay was there filming those Transformer movies? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Michael Bay destroyed downtown Chicago. That makes sense. And and the that... Dark Knight. And the Dark Knight. And the Dark Knight. Yeah. And the All right, these are great texts of the app. I glommed on to Chris's, so I get out with a get-out-of-jail-free card because mine was also the stuntman. <laughs> so uh, what we'll do is we'll come back tomorrow and we'll talk with Julia and Tabitha for minute 108. Uh, until tomorrow, I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. I've been Tabitha. And I've been Julia. This minute will self-destruct. What am I supposed to say? (laughs) That's fine.
I like that it was a question. <laughs> See you.